Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndre Kiera. And this is Natasha Mina. And you are tuned in to a new episode of Just Let It Glow podcast. Hello, how are you on this beautiful spring day that feels like winter? <laughs> I'm glad. I'm so glad to summon what. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Who says that? I was not expecting it. I'm so glad. I'm so glad it's cool. I'm so I glad. I just need more time, Laura. I just need like five more months. Seasonal depression. <laughs> I need five more months to get this body together. And Girl, it please. You not... better work with the body that you got. Oh, man. No, Lord. <laughs> please don't make me do it, Lord. Um, but I'm good though. I can't. I can't complain. I can't complain. Um, you know, I'm in a. I've been in a good space this past week, which you know, for me, is week by week. Next week, I'll be upset. You know, and I'm PMS on side note. I don't know why I'm happy. Like two hours. I'm about to say because normally, you know, I'm not like not happy, but I think, well, you know, it was just like a lot going on with my period this month, one off, one off. So maybe it went a lot the last time. I don't know. I ain't trying to get too deep for people that don't want to hear it. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, I can't. I'm truth. <laughs> I um, you know, I had a really good therapy session earlier. Um, you know, she be tired of me. Like she be so tired. It's like she be looking at me sometimes. Like, why are we even having this conversation? Like, you already know the things you need to do, and you are just, you know, this second guessing. You know, I don't, I just don't get it. Um, she don't say that, of course. She's a great therapist, by the way. But um, other than that, like, you know, I've been really good. I've been really um, optimistic about the future. Amen. And, you know, just really trying to just roll um, with the punches of life and everything that's like negative. I've been trying to look at the positive part of it. Just like, okay, one of our just this might not be going my way, but look at it this way. So um, that's about it. What about you, Bo? What's coming on? I'm really good today. Like, I woke up today feeling great, feeling good, realizing, like, you know, everything is going to work on this time. Like, I'll be, you know, because earlier this week, I did have a little mini breakdown for, like, two hours. But it was honestly because I just felt fed up. You know what I mean? Like, you just trying and trying, like, you know, when you throw in, you know, something at the wall and just waiting for it to stick. So I really had, like, my little, you know, two hour, not even two hours. It was, like, the rest of the night. Like, I broke down, like, at 7 o'clock and then put my phone on Do Not Disturb. But when I woke up the next day, I was fine. Aww. Well, actually, that night I was fine, too. I just, I needed, I felt like my what my therapist said was true. And she was just saying, like, you're in a transition phase. Right. And, like, you're adamantly adamantly working in something really, really hard. Like, you're really working for so, towards something. And you're also, you know, changing your mentality about a lot of things. And with that, it'll come, you know... And then, you know, you still have to deal with the other things you deal with and be in a light. And, you know, sometimes you just have to, like, become a cocoon a little bit in right. order so that you can feel your feelings. Like, as I'm kind of dealing with everybody else around me and what they have going on. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Especially like the type of work that we do in Austin being like called upon and things like that. That like every now and again you're gonna get in a moment where you just have to cocoon it up right. and protect yourself in that moment. Not saying that people are like, you know, toxic or anything like that, but it's like when you kinda are a light, you just have to shut off a little bit because, you know, you'll run out. So that's very much how so. I felt, if that makes sense. It definitely does. Like, I kind of just had to shut down, shut off, and, like, clear my mind, clear my energy, reset, refocus. And now I'm back being me. That's good, though. <laughs> back that's at good. It. Do you feel like um, when you went through that, did you feel, did you have to reach out to somebody or you just wanted to go through it by yourself? I know you said later you had turned your honestly, phone off. Honestly, but... I, I didn't even know what was wrong with me, honestly. Until, yeah. like, I was talking to my sister, and I just, you know, started crying and stuff because I was just, like, frustrated, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I'm not, like, honestly, if she didn't call me, I probably wouldn't even, like, talked about it. I probably just would have just sat in my emotions and not really know, but, like, I was just talking in general and then, you know, yeah. tears, but, you know. Uh-huh. Every now and again, you know, with the gotta cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to get it out though it yeah, can I'm be not, so I, I'm cleansing I'm not like I wasn't like boo hoo hoo or anything oh just my god what up. difference does it make no because I'm just saying I'm not really oh, a big god. I, but the fact that you had to like emphasize the type of cry it was yeah like I don't want to know anything I'm like <laughs> but see what's wrong what's wrong with that it overshadows everything you just said like it's like oh well I would say but you know I ain't cry hard probably though. Like, Probably. Like, what? That I don't, don't matter. I think that's one of my things. Like, I'm not a crier. Like, I really, I don't know. But what does grow, that mean to you? I think when you grow up with somebody that cry all the time because they're like super emotional, it's just be like, I really feel like when I cry, it needs to be purposeful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I need, it's nothing wrong with crying. I don't think know. it's nothing wrong, but I just feel like I'm just not. I would love to be. I would love to be somebody that can just, you know, release that all the time. But I'm not. I, you know, I, I think a lot of it can be culture, too. I get what you're saying, because yeah. don't get me wrong. My daughter cries for absolutely no reason. I told her. <laughs> you um, She does. She does. I, I think I told her, was it when she came home from school today or was it yesterday? And I was like, you literally cry four times in two days. And like, and I've been counting. I said, and it's like, you know, oh, I lost my shirt. Oh, uh, what was the other reasons? It was like a lot of dumb White, shit. Oh, her rice. Her, we got Chinese food last night. Her fried rice fell on the floor. It's like, now that, no, now that I, I understood, you, though. Can I tell you about last summer? <laughs> what? Was it last summer? It was during a pandemic. It was like that summer of the 2020. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, me and my sister, Asia, we went to the Cheesecake Factory, and we got food to go, because we were we went to the mall in general, and then we got food from the Cheesecake, Cheesecake Factory to go, because we were still, like, leery about, like, sitting in a restaurant and stuff. Right. So, I got my face. I hadn't had Cheesecake Factory in my and you know that was our spot. Like, we yeah. love Cheesecake Factory. I still Factory. got that gift card, by the way. I never used it. I'm going to use it on the 7th. I got reservations there on the 7th. I know that's right. You know that's my spot. But so I'm hyped. I got my Louisiana chicken and shrimp. It's in this big platter. So I'm all hyped. I'm about to walk out the kitchen, and I don't know if I like tripped over my foot 
but my platter went flying on the ground. When I said the platter hurt. was on the floor, I wanted to cry. <laughs> that shit hurt so I think bad. I did. I did cry. I cried. <laughs> I picked the rest of it up. So it was like it shimmied out the platter. <laughs> that really hurt. So I understood I, that. I, that's why I told her that I was cried. excusable. I said because what happened was she picked her platter up, and you know normally they fucking um and and a combination platter they normally staple it. That bitch didn't staple it. And oh Malia went God. to grab it, and all the rice just went. <laughs> and no, she was I like, would have been so stressed. Stuff like that upsets me because it's like I live nowhere near the cheesecake factory. Well, right, like I could go get me some yeah, more. Yeah, no, that's you fuck. Like if you do that, you just gotta chalk it. Like, and that's a shame because you want to call and really get your money back, but it's like it's my fault. So it's, it's not wild. It's wild. But yeah, I don't know. I just I I do believe that sometimes crying regardless of how you do it like I you know I feel like all of us for me even if I'm by myself and it'd be like I had to tell myself it's okay to be sad but I won't let myself cry and I don't know what that is I don't know if I yeah. look at it as like a sign we gotta of weakness work through that because or, I really I, I used to know. be like a non-crier like I remember the first time like one of my friends said when cry was during my graduation or whatever and she was like are you crying? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like, mind you, this friend I've been friends with since I, my friend Tyja. I've been friends with my friend Tyja since sixth grade. <laughs> right, right. She was like, what? oh my gosh, stop crying. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah. But let's um, get into this show. So this week we're doing something a little different. Um, we yeah. came across some of these questions for friends. So what we're going to do is I'm going to tell Natasha to pick a question, pick a number between one and 50, and I'm going to pick a random question to ask her. She's going to answer her question and then vice versa with me. Okay. Yeah. And we have you no ready? idea like what the questions. No, we have no idea. They're, they're numbers. So whatever. They're number, we didn't yeah. see them and they're categorized and we already picked the category. That's all yeah. we did. So um, one through 50. I was going to pick one number, but I'll pick 23 instead. 23. Okay, my Oh, most. God. I hope it's a good question, Lord. Do you believe in soulmates? <laughs> That's interesting. That is such <laughs> That's a very interesting thing for you, for right? Me. Right. How about that? Is so fucking. Because I don't think we ever rent. talked about your stance on certain things. Do I believe in soulmates? Yes. You I do. do believe in it. Um, I, but I do believe that it might not always be in a romantic way. I agree. Um, you know, I think you can have a really close friend that's like your soulmate. I feel like it can be, um, you know, your child. It could be a pet even. Like, I, I mean, I know this sounds random, but I'm serious. P- certain people feel close to like their yeah, pets. I agree. Um, you know, I just, I do believe in that. I don't necessarily believe in love at first sight, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Sometimes I kind of believe that. I feel like you're lucky if that if it happens to you. Yeah, but, I think I know. I know people who kind of. I always know it from like only one person's perspective, though. Yeah, I like agree. I never seen where it was like mutual. Both Sorry, y'all. people. Y'all know Savion Glover be around here, but <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I do agree. Now, do you feel like you met your soulmate before? Right. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm just saying. 
I was trying to stick I in um, else, quick child. in a little follow up question to see, but no, I do. That's interesting. I, I agree. I do feel like your soulmate may not be the person you end up with. Yeah, and um, yeah, I feel like some people. I don't feel like you necessarily have to be with your soulmate either. But what is a soulmate? What is that? What does I like, feel like what does a it soulmate mean? is someone where y'all are like tied together, like y'all your souls feel super comfortable with each other, like you will intertwine in other lives and things like that. You know what I mean? Like you will always find each other in another life. Oh. Like your souls will find each other. That's how I see it. So that's why I think that it won't always necessarily be in a romantic form. Yeah, I mean, I know they say a twin. Fl- a lot of people confuse twin flames with soulmates. And yeah, like, I thought the I, twin I met flame my twin would flame. be someone that you're kind of a mirror. Uh, yeah, somebody you feel yeah. comfortable with. It's basically non-intimate. They can, to me, the the definitions can overlap. Yeah, I but agree. um, yeah, I don't know. To me, I feel like a soulmate is somebody that on both ends. It's an equal thing. It's it's completely equal in feelings wise, and it's an unconditional like it's love, like complete love. Like that's like I love everything about you, and you love like even the stuff I don't like. I love mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like it's yeah, just what like it is. As far as twin flame, no. As far as soulmates, oh, like so that's how soulmate. I look as a, yeah. Like I think a, sometimes a, in an intimate way. If I'm yeah. talking like a partner, really like an intimate part, even in this, I can anything see, else, I, say, I can see that in friendship. Yeah, even because in that. I feel like that's where sometimes, like when you don't really hold your friend accountable, you know that type yeah. of thing can come into play. But yeah, I agree. You got your questions up, or you want me to just read the question? What you mean, read the question? You didn't pick a number. No, do you have the questions up on your end? Yeah, I got it up. Okay, I'll pick. Stop trying to cheat. Pick your number, girl. No, I wasn't. I'm not picking. <laughs> I just didn't know if you hit it up. Um, 33, that's Jesus' number. <laughs> you should want to say Jesus's. That's the way you say <laughs> Okay, this is a good one. If you could only have three things on your life bucket list, what would they be? For right now. Um... Okay, Deandra, if you can only have three things in your life bucket list, not your right now. <laughs> no, I mean, like, where's list. my mental right now? <laughs> um, um, right now. <laughs> um, one for sure would to have all of my heart's desires. Um, oh, okay. That's, I would like to have that. Now, like, you don't being, think it's like a genie in a bottle or you gotta be kind of specific? All right. <laughs> that's Let's a little, that's very general. Um, one thing on my bucket list. All right, I'll just be real literal then. Not nothing. Things that are within reach, I'll do that. Um, something that's tangible where yeah, somebody can I would say, like okay, to be this able is what it to is. you know retire my mom. Oh, okay, that's and, a great one. Um, make sure you know that she never has to want for anything. Like nothing would ever be, mm-hmm. you know, a decision really. You know what I mean? Exactly. I uh, make sure that she's good. You know, she won't, not in a sense where she'll be dependent on me, but like I set her up in a way where she'll always be great mm-hmm. or assist in it. Like, you know, she got other kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So that's one. 
bucket list. I would. I just told somebody I want to like be able to travel whenever I want to. Mm. Like I feel so like important. Grow and just be in a position in life where I can travel and really see the world and see, look at things, you know, learn. I just feel like I just want to be able to do that. And right. three. I would love to be a multimillionaire. Oh. <laughs> Make sure I put multiple. I'm yeah. Because <laughs> one million not enough. <laughs> I but don't I care would if like it was to be a multimillionaire. <laughs> right. Okay. You know. Those are all good answers to me. I feel like they and all I won't make say sense. How, because at this point, what I'm right. trying out a lot of things, whatever sticks. <laughs> I was sticks. About to say, <laughs> look, they and they all got a story too. Yeah, multi-millionaires. They don't. The role is not linear. Yeah. A lot of times, you going all around. I got a lot of and all that. You know, ah. hands in a lot of buckets right now. <laughs> and once something's going to happen, yeah, um, so. you got to just want it. That's all it is. But yeah, so I like know, I like those there. three. Those to me, I would probably we pick the exact same things to be mm-hmm. totally honest i all everything you i don't know though about the multi-millionaire thing you want to be more I money mean, more problems I, that is on my bucket list i mean that mm-hmm. can happen we'll talk about this later but i just feel like a lot of us if we make a lot more decisions now we could be set up better in the future yeah well i'll i'll say this I, and this is so unfortunate. I can be seventy-five and hit two million, and I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I don't. The way that I am, and in my past, I feel like I've kind of, um, um, what's the word I want to say? Like I, I put a, a barrier on how my brain works now mm-hmm. because I'm so tainted from things that happened before. When I hear multimillionaire, I hear all these people that expect me to do things for them. Oh, yeah. That's that's literally when you said it. I, I was saying, oh, saying. then I was saying, oh, no. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I also know me. <laughs> yeah, and see, I know, I know me, and yeah, I'm, I'm I think opposite. I'm very aware of me, and I like what happened today. I don't let people play with me. I don't let nobody uh, <laughs> take advantage of me either. Right. So, and I'm only, the only person I'm obligated is of where I'm standing in my life is the person I mentioned. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. I feel like I'm obligated to do anything for. Same thing. And I'm, and I'm an only child. So, you know, yeah. I really feel like that's, so it's you like, know, my And I don't even thing. feel obligated. That's just something, it's just something I want you want to do. do. Mm-hmm. Because I, I feel like, you know, my mom deserves it. But mm-hmm. I don't I'm not obligated either. So right. if I don't even feel obligated to do that for my mama. Right. Yeah. It's just something I, I want to do. Now I'll say I probably but see, I told you not to be I just would want financial freedom. Like I yeah. literally would want to be able to do well, we what I wanted. I wanted when to I wanted. put something real specific out there, baby. <laughs> oh no, because financial it. freedom could be like you in jail or something. Oh god, well, <laughs> you ain't even worry then, about girl, finances. don't say. See, I don't, I ain't thinking That's like that. You said I ain't thinking like that. You said you got to be specific, like you exit a genie. I, so I, I was that's specific. very true because he'll say, "Oh, well, you could die tomorrow." <laughs> so exactly. Don't give me the rules, and then you don't follow the rules, Natasha. <laughs> you done gave me the rules you know, now. I'll say this though. Be okay. specific like you talking to the genie. Okay, you know what? All right. I would want to be um 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 a multimillionaire, but 
I would want it to be like nobody knew. Like, yeah, if I can you know, admit that's something I can ain't nobody myself. gonna know a thing. Yeah, I like I would live like a fucking nomad. <laughs> yeah, like no dead yeah. ass. Like I would live, like I would probably dress real, like way worse than nobody I do would now. know who I am. <laughs> like it would, it would be they bad. They would just be like, that girl still do her little podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she still um, work her little job. <laughs> I'll be eating my seafood every day though. I ain't gonna lie. They'd be like, well, it's one the thing most I basic say. things that I'll do with money that is so funny. To me, I was like, what? like literally stuff like that. Like, I want to have seafood whenever I want. Whenever seafood. the fuck I want a massage every. Day. I already told myself at least three times a week I would get a back massage. I really like massages. You know, I got a massage before, and the massage therapist was like, "You're actually supposed to get like massages at least once a month." I believe that. Like, it really should be something that's like a part of our like insurance because. We hold so much tension and stress in mm-hmm. our bodies. Yeah, that is. And I was like, "Dang, that's one of them like <sighs> black girl luxury TikTok things." Like, oh, I have a, I just get a massage every month, and I mean, a lot of massage places do have you know affordable monthly um, memberships too. It's just that you know, right now, that's not really in my budget, but when it is, it will be. Oh yeah, and but I agree. Girl, I love the girl, Did you nice? You ever ever have a massage, and we're gonna go into the next su- subject if I ask you this. You ever mm-hmm. have a massage, and then like after your body feels sore, like the day after? Um, yeah. Well, you not from a mas- <laughs> not from a licensed masseuse though. Well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure something else has been to make your body. No, so no, well, <laughs> or no, the fact that they probably just that's didn't not, know what no, they but were that's doing. not why. It really was because they just didn't know what the fuck they was doing. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Probably because they didn't know what they were doing. But I went one of my best birthdays. I got a massage. Right, where at? It was a gift from. It was one of my best birthdays. Um. My friend gifted me a massage. My friend Allison, she's such a great friend. I'm always mentioning her. Yeah, but um, she do do good stuff. The next, the next day, I was so sore, and I was like, the day of, I felt great. The next day, I was so sore. So I'm like telling her, I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I feel so sore because my massage was so good. And she was like, oh, did you drink a lot of water? And I was like, no, not before. And she was like, yeah, you're supposed to drink a lot of water because. It moves like your water weight, I guess, around. Like it can drain your body a little bit of moving because you're moving so many muscles and stuff at the time. So, <laughs> so that shit is above my pay grade. I don't, I <laughs> never see. See, now those would be things that I'm going to know once yeah, I'm a multi millionaire. Yeah, then you'll be drinking your gallon of water before you get your massage. They're going to give me little bamboo shooters or whatever anyway before I get it done. I'm going to have my little, you know, my uh, grass is going to be like some type of sea moss grass. Lemon grass. I'm gonna take one of the mud baths. Yeah, I want the whole shebang. All of that. All All of of that stuff. (laughs) Give me what they do in Hollywood. They be getting like them IV treatments and stuff. They get the IV. I was just telling my sister I would love to be able to do that after like a girls weekend and Mm -hmm. just have like an IV treatment. Because I don't know what y'all do on y'all girls weekend, but I have a good time. (laughs) Whether that be food, it could be anything. Right. We have a good time. (laughs) Whatever y'all think it is, it probably is. Whatever you do, think about me. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so it's been a while since we've done this. So we're going to try to do really quick um, our crazy chronicles. And this theme for this week is a brush with the law. 
So I won't <laughs> let Natasha go first. Why am I going first? Because your story might be a little longer than mine. <laughs> and if we, we oh, might not get God. to both of them, so we can at least do yours. I, I feel like I might have said this on here already. You I think don't. I did? I don't, I don't. I don't know this story uh, to be honest. Okay, so um, I was like twenty two or whatever. And um, I have a relative that lives in Jersey, um, and I was invited to a New Year's Eve party. It was New Year's Eve. I was invited, and um, it's one of their siblings' birthday, and it's the holiday. So um, my daughter's father, you know, way before my daughter was even thought of, um, we, you know, hopped on on over the bridge, got a little room or whatever. So, like, we um, get to the room, bought bottles before we got there. You know, we eating everything. So, we was like, all right, you know, we're going to just, we're going to eat, and then we're going to go um, over there into the party. But what happened was we had something to drink. Then we had a little fun with ourselves. And then we fell asleep, right? <laughs> so, when we wake up, I woke up, like, around... 10 45 and i'm like yo oh shoot we gotta go before the, at least go before the ball drop it's new year's eve so they was gonna be there till like three anyway so it wasn't like mm-hmm. it was a big deal so i'm like all right you know we wasn't the room on um, the hotel was maybe like 15 minutes from um from the place or whatever so we driving and you know those that's from philly no jersey you cannot make a left like you, your left turn, you have to go and a, you have to make a U-turn to make a left turn from most of their highway driving or any type of driving for real. Like mm-hmm. it's so stupid. So we had got lost because she lived in like this really like um, rural type of part. It was Evesham Township. Anybody knows what that is. It's, it's very, you know. So he makes this illegal U-turn and... Um, Next thing, like as he turned, then you just see lights flashing in the back. <laughs> so he like, well, what did they pull me on? He's like, oh, because I made a U-turn. So we're not thinking nothing of it, right? So mind you, like I told y'all, we got, or I meant to mention this part. We got to the room like maybe five or six o'clock, drank eight, had a little fun, fell asleep. This is 10, 11 something now because we had got lost. So 1130-ish. Liquor is not, is worn off. But this dumbass was known for that time. I don't know why, but he was known to keep empty bottles of liquor in his car. What? And I don't know why. Mind you, it wasn't the liquor that we had to drink. We did bring, he did bring a bottle, but I had brought, so um, I had brought weed with me because they always, you know, always had a bunch of weed. Like every time I come with these particular relatives, like one of them smoke heavy. And, you know, normally like she always just have it. Like, and she don't ever ask me for that, but I said, I'm a surprise at this time. I'm in my own, even though, you know, we don't like, I don't engage. Yeah, like, no. you know, that's not, that's so, and it, it was not that deep, but I just, no, she's, it's the principle we, for me. We and her are very, take it or leave Very it conservative takes. when it comes to like a puff or two. And that is it. That's it. So I did not need to do that. And even when I told her this story recently, because she had forgot about it, she was like, girl, you know, you denied to do that. I'm like, but I, it was the principle for me. I just thought like it would be nice for me to just 
come prepared. Anyway, so we get pulled over. So they ask him for his stuff or whatever. So they they take it. So the next thing I know, they like, oh, he got to get off the car. It starts drizzling. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the passenger seat. And I'm like, okay, mind you, I took the empty bottles of liquor and I put them. I, I had, I, this is back when I used to carry, well, I still be carrying big bags. But well, not I was about as much. i never seen you with that I, one. <laughs> but this particular bag. Because even if you have a small one, you got a bigger one it somewhere. Was, <laughs> it was one of these bags. It was one of my fake, I had a fake, I don't know if it was a Louis. It was some type of fake bag where it was bigger than it looked on the outside. It wasn't like a big box looking bag. It was kind of like a boxy. But anyway, so I had stuck the liquor in there, whatever. So I'm thinking, all right, we cool, whatever. So they give him a sobriety test. I'm watching him. And he's like, they got him like 100, 200 feet from me. Like he's all the way far away. So the other cop's kind of talking to me. So I'm like, um, He's like, oh, can you step out the car? So he made me sit on the sidewalk. And I'm like, well, why do I have to be on the sidewalk? I'm not driving. So um, all I see is them making him do like the touch your nose and then have one hand extended and walk one foot in front of the other. And it's funny because maybe there's not like a small guy. (laughs) Right. Like he's 6'4". At the time. I can only imagine it looked gross. It was gross. He was like 300 and something pounds at the time. Like, three, six, four, three, something, 300 something pounds. Light as hell. It's raining, right? It's talking, my G, size 16 shoe. So I'm like, they he's doing all this. So I'm looking. Next thing I know, I just see them tell him, like, okay, then all right, put your arm like this. And they start putting handcuffs on him, right? So oh, I'm looking like, God. I said, wait, what you doing? <laughs> so it was like, oh, he's well beyond the limit. And it wasn't um, the sobriety test, because mind you, this man, you know, I ain't gonna put his business out there, but he can handle his. Um, right. What it was, was the breathalyzer. Uh, yeah, you know that'll get you. So every time. Um, so they put him in handcuffs. So then the cop looks at me. So mind you, I'm on the sidewalk. It's drizzling. And I'm like irritated. Like my hair going to be fucked up. I was so irritated. So I'm like, then I see him put him in handcuffs. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, you know, 45, uh, almost an hour over the bridge. I don't know where the fuck I'm at. It's like 11.45, 11.50 on New Year's Eve. Who the fuck is coming to get me? Who was at coming? At that time, you couldn't drive? No, I didn't have a license. No, oh. no, 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 no. That's not true. They weren't letting me take his car. Oh. So they were like, because I said that. So I'm like, the guy, the cop wouldn't let me get in the car. He was like, um, so this is just what I'm thinking beforehand. Like, I'm like, okay, the fact that he made me get out the car was the issue. So I'm like, okay. So um, I asked, could I get in the car? He said, no. He was like, um, well, I'm letting you know right now. And they didn't let me take my bag out, out the car. They made me keep it in the car. And he was like, well, I'm letting you know right now. Um, we about to... Um, take and look at everything in this car and um so if you got something in your bag you need to tell me and i was like well if you're gonna look in the car what is the point of me telling you if you're gonna find it anyway and i know that wasn't the appropriate <laughs> response but you know I mean, you're so mad <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna remember that that's what because that cop he said oh okay like okay like oh she want to be a bitch but i was so mad next thing i know they come over and start locking my ass <laughs> <laughs> So, I, so I'm in handcuffs. I'm crying the whole way. I'm crying. I need a ride and die, chick. <laughs> so my shut up. <laughs> so I'm crying. I'm looking. I see on the cops thing that it's fucking twelve o'clock. <laughs> the damn part. I said, this is how I started my year. Because you know, you the way you start your year off, they say that's how it's gonna be for the rest. And you. <laughs> 
superstitious ass. I said, this is some bullshit. So they put me, they, they like fingerprint me and stuff. I'm crying, I'm crying. So I haven't seen Ryan. I have no idea where this man is at, right? Even though I know they be in the same precinct, but I don't know where he is. So all I know is they put me in a cell. <laughs> See how small it was? <laughs> I, I swear if I could get that video, I really need that video. I was rocking. You talk about having a nervous break. <laughs> yeah, I was rocking back and forth like Sophia in color purple. I was rocking back and forth. And I was screaming. I was going, ah! <laughs> I was so mad. I was crying. Because mind you, I'm in school for criminal justice. I can't have no damn weed um, charge on my record. Yes! I was still in school. Girl, you gotta grow up. Oh my god! So just to make it, let me just get past this story, y'all. It's because I didn't mean to go this long, but anyway, his dad, God rest his soul, wound up picking us up. Him and his girlfriend, they drove all the way out there and got us. And I just, I don't know how long I was in that cell for. I just know I was crying and rocking myself back and forth. It was so uncomfortable in this little cell. It was clean though. Don't get me wrong; it was very, very clean. But it was just uncomfortable, and it was just me in there. It wasn't like it wasn't Nobody room for somebody else. else. It, yeah, it wasn't so it room for that. It just was like, like the we whole don't want on a road. <laughs> yeah, so he wound up coming to get us, and um. His dad was like, why the hell did y'all leave the room? You leave the room. You don't leave with all that stuff with y'all. I remember he was cursing us out the whole way back. And um, what happened was he wound up getting DUI charged. He got a lawyer, fought it, and he had to get like a breathalyzer in his car. And he took the weed charge for me. So I didn't get convicted. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, So I didn't get convicted, but it does, matter of fact, it was on my FBI prints not too long ago. <laughs> so it comes out. We just got FBI prints at the job. And, oh, um, and that, that, that print started the whole thing because I really had to tell somebody off the day. So she thought she was me. He, she, yeah, she thought I was a fucking criminal. Because <laughs> it was on there. My, she didn't need mommy back either. <laughs> Yeah, she probably was mad as shit. She was wrong. She probably was mad. Like, I know this. She, she probably went over that thing with a fine tooth comb. Like, this ain't real. She was trying to get. You girl, was trying to make one up this whole time. Yep. She yeah. probably didn't believe that. I agree. She was like, getting real spicy when I read that. I said, Excuse me? You are so funny. But, uh, but no, probably when she seen who was CC, she probably was like, oh, this has got to be true. But yeah, that's what happened though. So, you know, just don't ever go to Jersey. Don't go to Evesham. Like, do not. And what's so crazy is they called me like two months ago. This happened, like I said, I was in college. 2002, I want to say. No, I wasn't in college in 2002. I was like, you were not. <laughs> College 20 All years right, ago. I'm not dead. Okay, she's trying to call me old. <laughs> I graduated high lying. school in 2003. <laughs> anyway, um, it was like maybe 2007, 2006, something like around that time. I was going to say, you was not um, that grown in 2002. <laughs> yeah, it was like 2006, 2007. But they called me and they were like, oh, we have this program, you know, because now they have. Um, um, you know, uh, uh, recreational marijuana is legal to buy in the dispensaries in Jersey. Oh, so you can and like expunge it. 
Yeah, so that's basically, but I'm like, uh, like I, they just, you know, sh- revealed that it was going to be legal, but that's why they were doing it. I, now I know, I'm like, oh, why did he call me out of nowhere? Sir, you know how many years ago that was? Like, if it was messing me up, <laughs> this, I, I think if I'm, you know, if it's effing me up this long, yeah, I'm just A lot of jobs honestly <laughs> don't care about stuff like that, I realize. They don't. I'll that's tell you true. why I realize a lot of entities don't care about stuff like that later on. Um, but to tell my quick brush with the law, I'm gonna do it like a little real quick three minute TikTok starting in. <laughs> okay. So when I was a sophomore in college, right before my sophomore year, I had like a medical issue and I like lost a lot of weight. Like I had I got really, really sick and that summer I just lost a lot. Like I gained the freshman twenty five and I lost at least thirty before I came back to school. Um, right. I was like severely anemic. I couldn't eat. I couldn't keep nothing down. Like that was what the issue was. I was like really anemic and I wasn't hungry, wasn't really eating. My food was like digesting really, really fast. Right. So um, I, anything I would do, I was just like dropping pounds. So I got really, really thin. And before that, my, I started, I had my first drink because this is who's in the story, my best friend, Tyja. My best friend, Tyjen, when we were 15, we was in a college program, and her sister snuck us fucking liquor. <laughs> like, gave us liquor to hand. So, like, let me just tell you, I was, I knew how to handle my alcohol. Like, I'm not a sloppy drunk. Right. But I wasn't drinking that much because I had lost so much weight. So, for a while, I just wasn't drinking because I felt like I was getting drunk really, really fast. So, right. this one night... Um, it was Halloween, so my school does like a Halloween party every year. I'm gonna post a picture. I'm gonna post a picture, and I was so cute, y'all. I was so cute. I was a cop, right? Super uh-huh. cute, sexy cop. I killed that look, right? Mm-hmm. Took all my pictures. So I had tried to eat earlier that day, but I kept like all I would do was nibble. Like all I would do was like nibble my food. I wasn't really eating it that much. And, um, so I thought like in my head I ate, but I didn't really eat that much. My, me and my friend had a bottle of Bacardi lemon. Oh. We were taking shots. <laughs> we mixed it in like our fountain cups full of, um, lemonade. So we mixed the lemon with lemonade and we were taking shots. So I was like, obviously tipsy, but I wasn't like my normal, like, vibe so we went to this party as soon as i get to the party i feel like crazy we oh. in the party for like 10 minutes like i'm in a party people take it like talking to me I'm, and i'm just out of it like everybody and i just really? tell my friend i'm like i was the bathroom so i go to the bathroom and i tried to throw up and i couldn't and, I, and then i just started feeling like a little bit okay and then we went to the party and i felt fine for a little bit and then I just started feeling hot again, and I just had to throw up in a trash can. Okay. So, at that time, the security and everything was outside of the party. Every That's why I hurry up and threw up in a trash can, because all the public safety was outside of the party. Right. And I, if I would have, I just went, went to the bathroom, but they were all outside of the party. And I'm like, all right, I want to throw up out. I didn't want to go outside of the party to get to the bathroom, because of how drunk I was. Yeah. So this mother so sometimes on public safety they hire students. So this mug was a student and he came in the party. I always see him 
Like he always speaks whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I feel like, all right, he's too. He not gonna draw. I'm gonna just throw it real quick and I'm gonna leave. He snitched to the sergeant. Why? Like for I, what? to this What's day, I do not know. So the sergeant came over to me. So I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. So all my friends are like, shit. You know, my school was a dry campus, dry town. I couldn't, you wasn't supposed to do underage drinking. I was about to be 20. I was 19 though. So it's two, literally Halloween is two weeks, exactly two weeks from my birthday. Right. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like whatever. So I'm like, whatever happens, happens. So they're like, I'm stalling because I knew that they was going to want to walk me to my room. And I knew that we had bottles. So I was like stalling so that my roommate and her cousins could clean our room up and get rid of all the bottles. Yeah. Um, so I just was like stalling. He was just like, oh, you know, if I have to, he was just like, if we have to, um, if you won't take the uh, breath test and I have to bring, I'm going to have to bring you to the precinct. And then it's going to be a real big problem. So I'm wow. like, what the hell? So I'm like, all right, Somebody I did the breath really water. They could tell I was drinking or whatever. Mind you, I'm not driving or nothing. Right. I'm literally like down the street from my dorm room. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So they like, oh, how many drinks did you have? So I made this crazy ass story. <laughs> Mind you, I'm stolen. It's the same story I told my mama. And to this day, I think she thinks this is the story. So I made this big story about like how I've been sick and that I don't really drink. And then I went to a party, like, at a white freight house. I put it right on the white freight. I said, I went to a white freight house. They gave me a drink. I put it down. I drank it. And I had put it down. And I was talking to a friend. And I picked it back up. And I was drinking. So I made it seem like somebody, like, somebody made me slip me some you. shit. You were so funny. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, I don't know. And they were like, where is it? And I made up, like, some made-up street. Like, it sounds so crazy. I was. They were like, "Is it in Westchester?" I'm like, "No, it was further away. We came from another school." Blah blah. blah. Like, I'm making shit up, right? <laughs> like, because <laughs> I'm trying to stall for my friend to like get to the dorm, clear the room out, and for them to act sober, right? Because I'm already about to get an underage. I didn't want nobody else getting it, right? Yeah. So he like, all right, I'm gonna do. You're, I'm gonna write you up or whatever. You want to get an underage? Um, it's basically like a car, like a parking fine. It won't come up on your record, but you do have to pay the fine and do that. And we do have to tell your parent. So either you tell them or I'm going to call, you know, on Monday or whatever. So I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, I'm like, I got to deal with my mom, but my mom is very like, you know, like as long as I'm okay at the end of the day, she's not going to flip the fuck out. Right. So I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. So I start moving real slow. Mind you, my best friend Tyja is with me the whole time. Like she's there, like making sure I'm okay. Like sis was about to get an underage with me. <laughs> but, but she had sobered up so fast that it was just like she was just like real, she's quiet, period. So it's like she already sounds sober. So I'm like, she's like there with me. We walking back to the dorm and my roommates are in there, like, acting, my roommate and her cousins are, like, in there acting like they watching TV or whatever. And they're like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? And they're like, she's fine. She's fine. Like, <laughs> the fucking cop. So I'm, like, mad as shit or whatever. Girl, come to find out, long story short, I got charged with underage drinking. Um, wow. I told my mom the next morning, I told her this made-up story. Oh, I lied. My story I told her was totally different. I told her 
that basically they caught us in a room with alcohol, even though it was like, she was like, they were just targeting you. And da, da, da. So I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I just left it at that. And I had to pay like a $400 fine. Damn, that's how much underage is? Yes. And I had to pay like another hundred and something dollars. It was just a mess. Mind you, I paid for it myself. My mom didn't have to pay for it. I had a refund check. So I just, I was mad at shit. I had to spend most of my fucking refund check on this stupid on shit. Oh, I'd have been it was stupid. I had to do this class. And mind you, that class was so crazy because it was this one girl. I was mad about my little $400 and this girl had got charged 15000 For what? Because she was the only, she had a party at her sorority house and she was the only one that was 21. So for each person that was drinking in the house, she wow. got charged $400. Wow. Well, I get that. I understand it. Because you know, they she tell was you that. the person that bought the alcohol. So. Yeah. They tell you uh, that in front of one. Yeah. Parents. They basically, mind you, it's so funny because in my um in my report, they were saying like how drunk I was because my story didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, and mind you, mind you, you, you I paid something. for everything by myself. So I like took the classes, did the responsibility, and I had asked the guy, and I was like, why did you say something? And he was like, oh, I thought you were really hurt. And I was like, well, if you thought it was something really wrong with me, you could have just said something to my friends and we would have went to the hospital or something. Like, it's not that deep. Like, they didn't right. even ask me if I needed to go to a hospital. Like, I literally threw up. And my main issue wasn't that I was drunk. It was the fact that I was severely anemic. Yeah. So, like, y'all really didn't do it. Like, it wasn't like I needed my stomach pumped or anything like that. Like, y'all really didn't do me a disservice. Y'all just want this money. That's when I realized it was a whole system. So they can get this money because you'll call it a dry campus, call it a dry town, but it's bars everywhere. And we got two liquor stores and the, and the town uh, is only like 20 miles long. Exactly. <laughs> so that was because I was going to say, I mean, that was to my me, brush with the law. if they really gave a damn, it would have been, um, it, them it taking never, you to the hospital. And it has never come up ever, like ever again. Like no job, I, it doesn't come up on my record. Nobody would know if I didn't tell them. It's literally like a well, parking Well, the fine is like, yeah, I was about to say, that's that's different. When you get fingerprinted and shit, that's on your record. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a whole, a lot of times it is, you know. And I, I mean, I had something else expunged. And you can always get things expunged, guys. So if you have anything on your record. Yeah, I was going to get it expunged, but they um, told me not to. <laughs> you can always get that. I, like get I some, went some to the class. Expunge. And I talked to the sergeant, and I was like, "Should I get an expunge?" And he was like, "You don't need to." It's not no, I, I was about to say that's not. People will dismiss that because culturally, underage drinking in college is it's like not that deep. Like, if, I mean, it's the like entire thing was the only time it came up once, and I don't even know how this person found it. I was supposed to intern at my mom's old job, and the guy was like, "Oh, do you mind telling me about this?" And I just said, "Like, you know, I was young. I was nineteen. I was, you know, things happen and, you know, I got charged with under a jerk and I went to a dry campus. He was just like, oh, yeah, that happens to everybody. Like, if everybody, if they actually, if if they would have tested everybody in there, everybody would have had, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's just, that's a normal It was just not that deep. Honestly, it's just a way for them to get money. So I would say if you're listening to this and you're young and you go to school on a dry campus, I would say be very, very careful. After that, I was super careful. Like I was, yeah. I didn't. I honestly, after that, I didn't drink until I turned twenty one. 
Swear to oh, God, wow. I didn't drink. Because <laughs> you know, not no, not shade. Not because like of the underage. No, I know. I'm I saying would... just with the law, how stupid the law is. Because like, it's like just because I didn't it don't feel even like matter. With getting another charge on campus. Mm-hmm. The next semester, my roommate left, so I was just super focused on school. Then by that summer, I still wasn't like. I don't even think I drank that summer when I came home. I just think. And mind you, I was a lot of sick. Like that Lamont left like a bit taste in my mouth. So oh, I didn't even want to taste girl, it. Girl, that and I'll never that's when I say I never drink Lamont again, that's I don't what think I, mean. I have either. I did I not never I know Bacardi, that I had a bad, a bad ever, um, ever, ever experience again. with that too. Cause when you first said it, I got a t- you know when you had been sick from something before? Yeah, I got that I, taste I got in my mouth. Taste. I said, Ooh, I never had Bacardi Lamont a day mm-hmm. in my life. And that used to be my thing. I mm. love Bacardi Lamont. I never hit it again. Yeah. It took me a long time to have rum, period, after that. But yeah. Girl. Crazy, crazy chronicles. Shout out yeah. to Taija for holding me down. <laughs> yeah, shout out to her. And yes. I mean, at I least you know it didn't uh, today. So. It didn't prohibit us from having careers. No, not at all. Nobody know? ever asked me anything about it. And honestly. Oh, it came up for me. I had yeah. to excuse. I had it, to literally, I had to write a letter for one. It was so much stuff. Oh, and like right. one, one, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I could have sued that bitch. Well, I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm trying not to curse. Um, I had a whole supervisor <laughs> tell like staff. Five times <laughs> I know, but like you know, um, you know, tell staff, and I was told later, like, yeah, she told us what was on your record. Oh um, yeah, and she had brought us in you to like see if we if she should hire you. And she, mind you, they were not part of the hiring process. Oh yeah, you could have sued. Yeah, like, why are you disclosing my information? Oh, she I was wish, so in- sometimes oh, every time I think about how I could have sued someone, I wish I had the knowledge right then what I have now because now it's like I wouldn't even understand why they would even come up in conversation. She was just a messy girl, especially for the type of work <laughs> we do. Like, girl, please, <sighs> yeah, all right, but um. <laughs> Yes. Do we have time for the throwback? I feel like we got a little time. For the I was throwback. about to say because the throwback kind of long. Yeah, um, we could. I, I feel like we could fact, do that. No, we gonna save it. Okay, we gonna save it's it. A little, it's a little long. It's a it's a little windy. So next week we are gonna save it. We already told y'all a little stories about us. Yeah. So this week we want our glow up topic is something we saw on TikTok where this guy I can't find the video. I think they took his video down, but he was basically saying. How living in delusion sometimes, not like delusions of grandeur, (laughs) but the idea of living in delusion where... Or schizophrenia. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Where basically (laughs) it seems like everything else is stacked against you and saying that you can't do something or that this doesn't make sense theoretically or based off a status or anything like that. You go and you live against it. So one of his examples was that he didn't have really great grades in high school. And for some reason, he just decided to apply to a four-year college. He got in, didn't know how, didn't, really couldn't afford it, but somehow figure out how to pay for it. Went to school, was struggling, but stayed with it and graduated, got a job in tech, and he's doing really well. And he says all of it kind of had to do with like living in delusions and just thinking, I mean, some way God going to make a way, basically, right? Right. So I, I realized I used to do that. Like, when I was younger, I definitely lived in delusion. And it really helped me succeed up till now, you know? And I feel yeah. like over the last couple of years, I lost that, that fire I had in me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I started... 
I didn't have any type of insecurities really like about my future when I was younger. Like I never like to just like the guy like well I actually had really great grades in high school but I went to like a neighborhood school that a lot of people didn't actually go to college if they did they like weren't by the time I graduated they probably weren't still in school nobody from my high school ever went to the college I went to I got accepted to like a bunch of schools one of the things is funny I was in a college program and this woman told me she said with the school you go to, even though you have great grades, but they factor in the school that you go to and it's not that great of a school. She said, so where you have a 3.5 at another school, at a better school, it will be nothing more than like a 2.7, right? So a right. C average. Right. So I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like I was never a C student. So, and then she says, oh, and with your SAT scores, there's no way you'll get into a four-year university. You need to just go to community. Oh, wow. And I, I had no issues with community, but for me, if I, I told y'all before, my favorite show was like a, a different world. I always had dreams of living on campus and experiencing college. So I was like messed up about it for like a day or two. And I talked to my guidance counselor on the phone. Me and her were very, very cool. She was like a mentor to me. Like we talked on the phone and everything. And I told her what the lady said. And she was just like, girl, we know what we doing. <laughs> ignore her come september we we talked about our plan we talked about our plan we already know how we moving don't worry about it right. and after that i said yeah fuck her you know like forget right. her but i went on to graduate i didn't do great at the beginning of college i don't know why i didn't drop out right <laughs> like i stuck <laughs> with it like something told me like i'm gonna figure it out i could have just stopped right then and there and got a good job right and just been done <laughs> but why didn't i like you you get what i'm saying yeah no, like do I you totally feel like you it. did that before my whole life <laughs> my right. whole life is nothing but a damn delusion but you talk <laughs> no natasha so I should you be doing it's gonna be funny and shit <laughs> That stuff you do is hilarious. <laughs> I don't I'm just telling it's you. Like, so many times I'm, I'm with you and I'm like, what? <laughs> Listen, you gotta do what you gotta do. I feel like, you know, if you if you can see it and you believe it, you can achieve it in your head. I will sit here like for me personally, um, like what you said, I well, I didn't have a good mentor, to be honest. It's always mm-hmm. me. And and I feel like sometimes like what you talked about in the beginning about used to be in one way and then changing. I feel like I used to be very, um, you know, like I, more optimistic. And mm-hmm. more so like, you know, oh, adversity, that's not like, you know, somebody like my advisor told me to just drop out of college. And I was, this mm-hmm. is when I was in Newman my first year. Instead of just saying nursing isn't for you, she just told mm-hmm. me just like drop out. Like just, right. and this was a whole damn nun. And she was just like, oh, like, you know, school, I really don't think. And I said, well, maybe this, you know, I'm saying different, um, you know, other degree programs. And she was just looking at me like, like with these grades you like the rate you going out you know i, I had the same that. thing with my advisor basically said the same thing it's so dis it's so disrespectful but 
you know, I, I did switch um, degrees and I loved criminal justice. And I thought that when I was doing nursing, I just thought, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm supposed to hate school. I'm like, oh, I hate this. I hated going to my chemistry courses. I hated it. I hated it, hated it, hated it. When I got to criminal justice, I am minored in psych. I loved it. I loved everything mm-hmm. about it. I loved, I would read my books because I found the true crime cases very interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ironically you know what I mean like I, that's just it was like oh this is interesting like you know the way the law works I don't know I just was really into it mm-hmm. um and then I found out oh well I can't be a forensic psychologist so then it was just like okay well I'm gonna just have to go this route like it was just always you know somebody tell me no I'm going to find another way but in my head at that time you just I feel like when you aspire for you know the stars you can at least get to the sky and I'm not trying to be corny like with that, that metaphor oh, but that's right that's that's just something that you have to do you know what I'm saying like so no, I, I it's totally like it, it works and to me I can't you know I don't know about you but I realized and I think I told you this before uh I am motivated by negativity like if somebody yeah. discourages me, I used to be. I'm not no more. Oh. I want to be how I used to be. Okay. Well, I mean, you just got to find out whatever. What What's the new thing? You just yeah. grew out of it. That's all it is. Is you grew yeah, out of it. Yeah, I think I it. just. I think what happened with me, I just adjusted. And before, I never with somebody that just adjust. Yeah. And like yeah. you, it was one semester I. I was severely depressed and I didn't know I was depressed. Yeah. I didn't know what depression was. Right. So that semester, I literally didn't even try to do my best. Cause I was like, really, it was my spring semester, freshman year. I was super depressed. And that's when I started getting like having that severe anemia and all of that. I didn't know what was going on with me. I was always tired. I never wanted to do nothing. Like all of that started playing a part that, so my next semester, I had got put on um, academic probation. So that next semester, they're like, oh, but you'll be good. Like you had pretty good grades your first, your first semester. Sometimes it's happened. You'll do good. I go back to school for the fall semester. That's the same semester. I got that damn underage. So <laughs> I take this class, this uh, criminal justice class, right? Because yeah. then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try criminal justice, you know, whatever. Right. I get A's and B's this whole class, right? Right. The final grade, the final assignment is worth 50% of the grade. <laughs> it's like this 10-page paper. Mm-hmm. I'm killing this class, okay? Mm-hmm. Killing this class. So it's the final paper and it's the final, um, it's the actual final. So I think like the paper was worth 40%. The final was like a 20, like something like 20 or 10%. It wasn't that much. So I do well on a final, the final paper that's worth most of our grade. I turned that and I worked so hard. I even emailed the professor a copy of it because I learned to do that. Like always give them a paper copy and always email them a version, right? Right. They claim that I never gave them my final paper. And, Wait, and I failed. I freaking failed by like one point. They claimed you never gave them a, a paper, I never gave a 10 page paper. A 10. When I cry, I showed the, I had to, I had to like argue with the academic provost. I was responding to the professor. I kept emailing the professor 
my whole winter break. I thought I was about to like drop out of school. Like I was crying. Like you can ask my family. Like I, oh my it was like the the underage happened. Then this happened. And it was just like I just felt like college. I wasn't that smart girl that I always thought I was. Like I'm upset. Right. Like I'm emailing everybody. I I contacted the academic. Mind you, I don't even have like no mentor, no nothing. I'm just studying, learning this stuff on my own. So I contact like academic provosts, and I'm having a conversation with them. They're like, "Well, we're trying to get in touch with this professor. Unfortunately, he." his child died and that's why he wasn't there for our um his child had like a crazy accident and that's why he didn't show up for our final he's not he's not responding to anybody at the university at all so he didn't sure don't give a fuck about me and my grade right so they're like all right listen this is what we're gonna do you got one more semester to bring your grades up that's the only thing we can do. You could try to, when you come back in the spring semester, you can try to, like, we can still try to work around, figure out what happened with this grade. Long story short, nothing ever happened with the grade. I just felt the place. I had to take it again. That is just, so after. And I, I got an so A. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> I got an A. Oh, good for But that next semester, when I say, nobody even knew I still went to school. I had mm. my, my roommate had left school. I had a room to myself. I studied all day, all night for the whole semester. I didn't do anything fun. Right. The end of the semester, I had a 3.4, almost a 3.5. I almost made dance list. Damn. Studied oh, wow. my ass off. All right. And then just still after that, that's how I learned how I studied. Right. Because I had no choice. And where it's like, I could have easily, like the way my mental was back then, I never even thought to like, I had a plan. Like if they wasn't going to let me back at school, I was like, I'm going to get a job here. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to college. You know, like I'm going to go pick up classes at CCP. I'm going to get a full-time job and I'm going to go back to the university eventually. Right. I didn't even have to do that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, nothing told me that I was going to actually do well if they gave me a second chance. Right. I didn't even know that they would give me a second chance while being on academic probation. Girl. <laughs> like, you know uh, what I mean? It's like, just, nothing it's really told, like, now, I, I, being honest, like, the way I think now, I probably would have gave up. It, I feel like college was made. And I guess your situation, I didn't know that you went through that. We have mm-hmm. similar situations and I don't, I'm not going to, you know, keep, but we have similar situations. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was to the point where I had to take a semester off and it was financial. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, I had to advocate for myself and I'm so, so it's bittersweet. I'll just say this. And that's what I think is the point of the delusion, because when you want something, no matter what is going, it is going to happen. It's probably going to happen the way that we want it to happen and might not be linear, but it's going to fucking mm-hmm. happen if it's supposed that's to happen because you've got that drive and motivation to do it. And I feel like, you know, Unfortunately, though, I I do get what you're saying. I will say it takes more for me to get to that point now. Like before, it was like instant. Like now, I agree. I'm not saying that's how I'm saying I'm not like that at all now. Yeah, that's what I'm. No, I'm like, and I feel like I I can be, but it comes in waves. Whereas like before, it just seemed like you know anything will make me be like, oh, you know what, fucked it. They got me fucked up. But now it's like. Uh, no, you know what? I'll be pissed off about it, but then 
I don't know. The the drive is kind of, I don't yeah, know, maybe no. age. I think I'm more like that, mm-hmm. like where it's like, I'll eventually get to it right. to prove you wrong. Right. But I don't have that instant, you know, fire I had in the beginning where I kind of just always knew like, whatever it is, I'm going to make it happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. of course, I, I'm very positive. I'm very, but I don't have the same fire. Like, I'll get it done regardless, but I don't have the same tenacity that I had in the past. Yeah. And I I mean, because our environments are different. Like, it's a lot of things that I look at. Like, I know, you know, um, it's just a lot of factors and a lot of variables that are different. Mm -hmm. It's just different now. So, you know, school's competitive. You paying for it. It's a lot of that type of stuff. Even when you first get out of school, whatever, like, you know, you don't want to hear your mom mouth. It's like all these little motivators. And so many things. (laughs) You don't get the job that you, that they told you that you get. Um, But I'm just saying, like, in a sense of like, now, like, y'all know, like, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go get her. I'm going to get stuff done. I'm going to make things happen. I manifest things that I've manifested. I have achieved without really thinking about it. But yeah. back then I was like determined. Like I had like, I'm going to do this because everybody's betting against me. You know what I mean? Like, or these, all of these things happen and I'm going to rise above it because my name is Deandra and I'm Dustin. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just, I, I, I had everything. Like I don't have anything staked against me right now for real. Right. Not like I did back then. <laughs> right, right. Like back then, I never would have thought like I would be like that day, like when I saw my grade and my heart just dropped. Like mm, I wouldn't think I that I would be where I am right now. And how long I did thought, it take you to do that paper? Girl, I was up for days. Mm-hmm. It was like a paper that we started in the very beginning. Like I very beginning, I already knew what I was writing my paper on. That is so And we crazy. just started working and I like we had like a group project and then we had to take a part of the group project. And one thing about me, I can write me a paper. Right. It was right. such a good paper. I remember like I had like a friend read it and was like, yo, this is good. You're gonna ace it. And then I'm like, what? Like, why wow. wouldn't I have turned in a paper? Like I even showed like the academic approvals. Like I emailed it to them. I handed it in. That's so crazy. Like, I don't know more else I can do. Like, I'm shaking, you know. I Mind you, the professor that just went missing was actually the department head. So they didn't even have a department head once the spring semester came. Hmm. It was just so much stuff. Like, I was so hurt. And I'm just saying, like, that thing is, like, where it's, like, it, I was actively delusional. <laughs> right, right. Like that, I was so delusional because at that moment I could have just not. I could have yeah. just just not. If like any, if there was any reason to stop, it was. It would have been was then. It. Yeah, that was it right there. Like it would just would have been like, girl. well, listen, you know, they like who told mm. me to email the academic provost? Nobody. I didn't even know what right. that was. I don't even remember figuring out what it was. Right. Right. And but like, because really that's pleading that determination. My case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, really pleading yeah. my case and showing proof and talking to the lady. And I remember, I'll never forget, I forgot the lady's name, but I'll never forget after that semester when I brought my grades up, it was the summertime. She emailed me and was just like, 
I don't know how you did it, but you did an amazing job. I'm so glad that we gave you another opportunity. Like you did amazing this semester. I'm so proud of you. You know, keep up the great work. Like you deserve to be here. Oh, wow. That was nice. Like it was so nice. Yeah, that was really nice. And I'm like, you know, now like looking at that guy's TikTok and he's saying like living in delusion. I'm like, I have to get back into that space. I have to manifest anything that to other people or even to myself that doesn't seem measurable. Right. Yeah, I agree. You know, like, you can do whatever. And that honestly, when I say about that, like, even our own testimony, like, even our brush with the law, even with us talking about how, you know, we got through college, like, we were delusional as fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, girl. And I tell people, like, don't think that I was able to do this, you know, easy. Like, college was not easy. And life for me... Baby, I have a story to tell. Like, for me, ain't been no crystal stare. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Y'all At Google all. that poem, Langston Hughes. <laughs> it's called Mother's to Son. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. that poem is the theme of my life. Like, life for me ain't been no crystal stare. And I don't know why I lost that tenacity. But after seeing that video, that really dro- drove me to, like, just be like, no, I'm going to get this shit done. Right, exactly. And I'm standing on everybody. <laughs> exactly. Hey, and I feel like the point we're trying to make is like whatever it is that you're trying to, you know, aspire to do, or you know, you feel like you can do. Like sometimes, just whatever mode you get in when you dancing in the mirror and it's just you, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying, or when you look real cute or whatever, and you just like know you the shit. When you driving down the street, you walking down the street, and it's like, oh, you can't tell me I'm not fucking walking on somebody's runway. Right. I'm not no celebrity. Like whatever that ego is, that one right there, that's mm-hmm. the that's the delusion that you need to hold on to sometimes. And some it's okay to live in it. Just don't stay in it. Make it a reality. That's all yeah. we're saying. Yeah. Make it like, transition. Don't be so delusional that you think you got a million dollars in here. Bank account and you're Anna Delvey. That is a person. Anna Delvey, if you watched Invented, Inventing Anna, I didn't she, watch it. she took living in delusion too far. <laughs> like it was working and then she started to not make it a reality. Right. She took the delusion to get her as far as she could and never made it a reality and stayed right. in that delusion. We're not telling you to do that. We're saying, Take a little bit of delusion to the point where you're saying, I can do this, mm-hmm. even though it does not make sense to other people or to what society says makes sense or to what the standard is or what the requirement is, I'm going to make it happen for me and I'm going to make this a reality. Exactly. I'm going to be oblivious to everything that says that I can't do it and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it well. Exactly. That's kind of That's the kind of mentality I'm trying to have moving forward. Exactly. And ignore that little voice in your head that's telling you if you know that it ain't that oh well this ain't gonna work out or whatever. Like yeah. that's the main thing. You gotta really, really know and you know that you're living in it. And honestly, I at least for me, I don't know how it works for other people. When you living in that, don't really share it. Because mm-hmm. you know, because other people will look at you like you're crazy and it's That's not so necessarily their nobody fault. knew i had that going on either yeah same here <laughs> like so I, just, I really was privately like nobody mm-hmm. knew that i was about to get kicked out of school oh like nobody nobody knew but my household right 
Right. Like yeah. nobody. You gotta do what you gotta do what's best for you. Like at the end of the day, I think my know, best friend knew that was it. If it's delusion that's going to be per, uh, propelling, because they say you have to speak things into existence. That's all it really mm-hmm. is. It's yeah. seeing the end result and like, okay, well, if it's not going this way, because I look at life when things like that happen, it's like somebody putting up fucking red lights. I keep trying to go mm-hmm. straight and they're like, oh no, this is blocked off. No, you got to go another way. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go this way. Oh no, 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 you ain't going that way. <laughs> You're going to go halfway and then you got to figure something else out. And then it's like, I'm, I'm going to get to this other side. I don't know why the fuck y'all keep putting robots here because i am going to figure it out that's all it really is and the delusion is i can fly over this motherfucker and i don't know how the mm-hmm. hell i'm gonna get through it but i'm gonna get through it like the fucking road runner if i have to period you know what i mean and that's where it's like that's where we you have to like you gonna get it like that's just this is just another level of prayer and manifestation yeah like it's just so. another layer of it that's it it's just another exactly. layer and exactly. realizing you probably been had that in you. That's when I when I seen that I said, "Damn, I been had this." And still, why did I not keep that going? And it's because I didn't know that's what I was doing. Right. I was just trying anything, you know? Like right. I didn't we do so many things naturally and we don't know until somebody else put a name on it. Right. I agree. I because totally it's, it's agree. stuff I'm probably doing now that's like to somebody else, it's like, girl, that is not, you're not going to be able to do this. Like, even with the podcast, like, every day we post, we get more listeners, we right. post contents, get more views, different people tell us about how they found out from a friend, from a friend, from a friend. Like, when right. we first started this, like, we didn't, nobody that, like, I follow, like, anybody that followed me on Instagram knew I had, like, any personality. Natasha's mm. very secretive. The people who know her know her. <laughs> like, it's nothing that said that this would be successful. And we're still yeah. doing it. And we're still, like, know that there's so many things, other things we want to do. Exactly. I agree. You know. I agree. And we'll continue to do. And, and, and that's just period. <laughs> and that's just period. So let us know what y'all think about this week's episode let us know if y'all ever had a little brush with the law we want to know yeah, <laughs> write in yeah. write in and tell us your stories your crazy chronicles yourself and we can share it on the story of course anonymous you can email us at just let it glow pie at gmail.com um you can tune in to us every week on apple spotify and soundcloud under just let it glow connect with us on instagram at jst let it glow and on twitter at just let it glow um my name is deandre kiera on instagram and you can follow me there and at i am deandre kiera on twitter um and as always i hope you guys are living in delusion at this point i hope y'all are manifesting <laughs> and that y'all are ready for this glow up that you're about to achieve by doing all of these things interchangeably because exactly. we're on our way up and we want y'all to come up with us period exactly i agree a thousand percent so until next time we appreciate you guys for listening and we will talk to you later bye bye